Hey, everybody. Here we are in another episode of Entrepreneur Minds Speak. And today's episode is going to be about money mindset. Last week, we talked about um, how much money you need for your business um, to get started and ongoing expenses. And this week, we're going to talk about money mindset. We felt like this was a really important topic to talk about. Um, and Natalie and I, we have a lot to share on this topic. It's kind of a tricky topic. It's a very tricky topic. And I think it's more relevant than ever, um, right now, since we have a little bit of financial insecurity feeling amongst a lot of people right now. And um, the news is very negative in regards to finances and people are very stressed out in regards to finances. So I think it's a really good time for us to reflect on the subject and um, see how we can help people through that. Yeah, absolutely. So one, when I was when I was diving into this topic, I was thinking about um, limiting beliefs, like what are my limiting beliefs um, about money? So limiting, limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. And usually these beliefs are like false accusations you make about yourself that can cause a number of negative results. So some limiting beliefs are like, I'm not good with money. Um, having money is selfish. Money is the root of all evil. Um, I'm not worthy of money or being wealthy. Um, so these are some limiting beliefs. They're kind of like broken record thoughts that play over and over in your head. Totally, totally. I know even for myself, um, a, a huge thing that I had to overcome um, being in the web development and design space is because you're making a creation and you're only spending time doing that, especially when I was just starting out and it was, you know, just me and I didn't have any partners or anyone I was collaborating with. And I would sell a project and I, I couldn't like, I could not confront figuring out a price that was right for my time and my value. Even though I had been in the space a very long time, I was already putting out really good work and getting good results for clients. I had a really hard time figuring out a price for myself, which actually kept me back from starting my own business for a very long time because um, I just did freelance projects on the side. And I felt like it was really hard to come up with a number. Um, and I think that's something that especially those in kind of creative fields, I know a lot of artists struggle with this and musicians, like how do you put a number on something that you are kind of creating and a lot of the time you're kind of creating for fun you know like how do you put a number on that and how do you value yourself um that was something i really had to get over and get comfortable with yeah i i can definitely relate to what you're saying like when i first started my business i kept um i would struggle when i would talk to clients about um estimates and you know money and they would call me up they'd say okay like I need an estimate for this project. Like, tell me, tell me how much that costs. And, um, I, I, I would struggle with it. I would struggle with, um, I would struggle with figuring out like what to charge them. Um, even like, even if I had to bring up the topic of money, like sometimes in that first conversation, um, I would want to know what their budget was because, you know, what's, I don't want to send them a proposal if we're not even in this on the same page, you know, right. like if they're, if they're thinking, oh, you know, it's 
$500 for me to design their logo and packaging. And I'm like, no, it's 5,000. Like then we're wasting each other's time. Mm -hmm. Right. So having that conversation was really important, but I found myself like kind of tiptoeing around it. Like I didn't want to talk about it. Like I didn't feel confident. I felt kind of scared. And I realized that was coming back to my money mindset. When it comes to paying for things like design, it's very easily attacked. I know that, and that's for artists as well, you know, um, and I'm sure that it's in other industries, but it's very easy to get comments of like, why is it so expensive? How long does that actually take you? You know, um, what I saw another designer that was going to do it for a hundred dollars. You know, these kinds of questions are very common in our space, especially to people that are just starting out. And that probably goes for many, many different industries. And I think that's something that when you're just starting out and you're getting hit with those kinds of questions, you don't totally know your own value yet. And then you start questioning yourself. You're like, why is it that expensive? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, why does it have any number assigned to it at all? And you have to kind of like work through that period and keep doing it in order to build up your confidence. At least that's what I found. If we kind of move on to like, how, like, how do we handle these broken record thoughts? You know, like how do we handle these limiting beliefs? And I started looking at like, what are some tips, you know, like, how do I, how do I change that for myself? And, mm -hmm. um, one of the things I came across was reminding yourself why you're in business for myself. Yeah. Like I started my business because I wanted to empower entrepreneurs to do, to do what they love, to launch yeah. that, that product that they're excited about. And, um, and I was, I was reading somewhere the other day that I think it was in the, it was in the journal of, uh, psychology, health psychology, that, um, having a sense of purpose is a positive, uh, predictor of financial success. Oh so, my God. That's interesting. Uh, I can totally think with that because I think that when it comes to selling anything, the more conviction you have of your own product or whatever product you're selling, the better you're going to be able to sell it. So if you feel like what you're doing really makes a difference to other people's lives and you want to do your best work in order to accomplish that, then you'll feel more comfortable charging more or accepting more money for that. Right. Because you're going to back it and you're going to fully back it with your entire being. Yeah, I was I was surprised because I was um, also looking a little bit just in regards to what is the financial mindset and how to change it or how to, um, you know, improve it. And one thing that it kind of surprised me, but it kind of didn't surprise me was that I believe it was 70%, if I look here, I can see 70% of people, their biggest stress is finances. Like they walk around constantly and, and it's, it's very apparent actually, as a matter of fact, like you can talk to almost anyone these days and people are now more than ever upset about the rising costs and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like that's another kind of attack on your own mindset because it is, it, it's like a scarcity problem. And it creates this atmosphere that there isn't a lot of money. And that is, I think, one of the biggest lies of our society, because there is so much money, especially in the United States, like there is so much 
Now that doesn't mean it's not like tricky to figure out getting it. You know, you have to figure out what lines are going to work. What are your products? What do people really want? What are people going to be willing to, you know, buy or, or pay for whatever the product is and all this kind of stuff. But I know that it really helped me to realize like, wow, there's actually so much money in this country. Um, we're in very, in my opinion, very lucky to be living here and where there is so much opportunity. And a lot of people are willing to, you know, spend a lot of money on whatever things if it's going to improve their lives. And that was something that really helped with my money mindset, because just in our local communities, yeah, 70% of the people are going to be stressed about it. I know I've been stressed about it. I know like my parents, like everybody that all of us know have at some point been stressed about money. It's a very common thing. And it's hard to kind of remember that like, there's still a lot of people and a lot of businesses that have a lot and they want to invest it in something that's going to be better for them. And that was something that I really had to like always remind myself of, especially in those beginning stages. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I heard you touch on a limiting belief that, you know, there's not enough money out there. And I think that when you have that fear of, you know, there's not enough money to support me in my business, you, you paralyze yourself. 100%. Because then all of a sudden you're like, maybe I should do something else. <laughs> like how many business owners and how many times have we ever had that where we're like, maybe I should just get a job. Like then you'd have a quote unquote guaranteed paycheck, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, I, and I, I did that earlier in my business. I did exactly that. And, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. If that's, you know, if that's what you need to do, right. But also like working on our mindset too. And, you know, remembering like how we handled money in the past, like a positive way that we handled money. So thinking about like, maybe you put money aside for a trip at one point, maybe you paid off your credit card, really focusing on the little successes and keep reminding ourselves of those little successes. And I think that that's kind of um, one of the main pillars that will actually help people through. And I know it's helped me through feeling more in control of money is that like it is it's making plans, feeling in control because you have, you know, whatever your payments are organized, you have your, you know, everything, your assets or whatever in a spreadsheet, like however you can organize your finances so that you feel like you have control over it. Because I feel like that's where the most stress comes from is when people feel like they're losing control over their own finances, which is their entire survival. So of course, you're going to be stressed about it having a plan, like what you're talking about, and then also just keeping uh, a running list of your accomplishments. Um, yeah. So you can remind yourself over and over that you can do this, you know, and each time you succeed, you'll move closer to your goal and further away from the belief that limits you. It's like you're actively practicing, not being worried about money. <laughs> and one of the other things I was um, noticing when I was looking at different ideas of how to handle this was um, to be grateful. And Bernie Brown, she suggested keeping like a gratitude jar where you write down something that you're thankful for every single day. Um, I had something similar to this a few years ago. I created a gratitude jar where I was like, okay, every time something great happens, I'm going to put it in this jar. 
And then at the end of the year, I'm going to go through it. But you can do the same thing with a money mindset jar where you create daily affirmations that you put in the jar and then you look at them and you just, you want to continue to remind yourself of what you want your money mindset to be. Which reminds me of like, I think one of the key points, and I believe you mentioned this to me too, was um, like, rather than comparing yourself to others, focus on yourself and your own situation and your own wins and your own affirmations. Because I think that comparison can be so false. Most of the time, you have no idea what you're comparing yourself to. Your neighbor might have like you know, the most beautiful car ever, that doesn't mean that, you know, they have vast more wealth than you do. And even if they do, it doesn't matter because they're in a totally different situation. So I think that that's one of these, um, these attributes that really, really helps to like not compare yourself and just keep on moving towards your own goals because you never know where, how other people got where they are um, or where they even are really, because that's not necessarily a public thing to know about. Yeah, I can totally relate. And that's definitely one that I feel like I have to work on myself. And then the other thing is, is if you're going to compare, like compare yourself to where you were a few years ago, Yes. how far have I come? And when you start looking at that comparison, sometimes you realize how far you've grown and how much you've changed and, um, and how much your business has grown. Such a good point. I know for me, like I have like a, I don't know that this is a common thing, but this is something that I do and I find it very helpful. So I have my own, this is just for my own personal income, um, but you could do it for business. You could do it for anything. So I have my revenue personally graphed by month. So I know exactly, okay, good. Even if I'm a little bit down on one month to the other month, but if I look on a bigger chart and I see that I'm making double of what I did last year, for example, that's then a huge win. And then I'm not so, um, you know, I'm not so taken aback by a little dip one month to the next. So you can keep that bigger picture and see like, oh yeah, like I'm making much more money than I did two years ago, or my business is making much more money than I did a few years ago. Keeping that like really easily visualized helps me a lot to keep perspective in that, like I'm continuing to grow constantly. Yeah, that's, that's great. I definitely, it sounds like something I could, I could use as well. Um, (laughs) As much as like, we're talking about money mindset, I know I still struggle with some of this stuff. And I think that's one part of, you know, of this conversation that I want other entrepreneurs to understand is that it's one of these topics that I think you're going to continue to work on and continue to work through because Mm -hmm. it's, um, It's not just a one and done, like I'm going to change my mindset and everything's going to be perfect. I think it's, it takes time for that to happen. And, um, I mean, anytime you make a change, especially if it's part of your belief system, um, it, it can take time and, and not only that, but you know, the people that you surround yourself with may also shape some of, um, the limiting beliefs that you have. These are things that you have to constantly um, work on. If you have a limiting belief, you have to continue to kind of check in with it and see if you can shift it because it, it, it may take some time to shift it. Oh yeah. And it's, it, oh my God, it's so hard. Like it really is. I mean, I found it anyways. I found it one of the hardest things to remember to do and to like constantly be positive about 
because there's a reason why there's so many people that are stressed about it and you're constantly being hit by it with the news and it is a constant problem that's being presented to you every single day in one way or another you know oh a new bill here or an increased price here um or a sale that you were expecting didn't go through like there's so many points that are external to yourself that can create a bad effect on you if you allow it to and it's really i feel like it's it's in our nature to react badly to that. And so you have to kind of go against that and be like, that doesn't make me happy. Got it. You know, it's don't invalidate how you're feeling because that is how you're feeling. But how do you turn that into a positive action and not actually go into a, a position where you're feeling less about yourself or you're feeling stressed out or you're going down some kind of spiral that can really take you out the bottom. Um, how do you turn that into a creative solution on the other end? And I think it's one of the hardest things to do. Like it's so much easier said than done. But if you work at it just a little bit, you'll feel a lot better and you'll probably get a lot farther. It's definitely more one of these incremental things. If every day you, you know, you have it posted, the little sticky note next to your computer, or, you know, you have it on your phone or a daily reminder. Like I have some affirmations that I want to believe. So they're beliefs that are positive beliefs that I want. Um, and I have them pop up like every day at 10 AM as a reminder. Oh, that's awesome. yeah, yeah. As a reminder. And that was actually something that, you know, I, I work with a therapist and that was something that she had suggested to me. She said, okay, just like put that on your phone. And then every day you're going to be reminded and you're going to look at it. Yeah. And more that we feed those, um, positive uh, affirmations into our minds, the, those positive beliefs that we want for ourselves, the easier it will be to overcome the ones that we don't like. Right. Oh my God, that's so true. And then probably also even shutting off areas that would be not helpful, right? Like I imagine like, okay, if you're finding yourself going down like a spiral because you're watching Instagram and you're seeing all these what seem like very wealthy people throwing money around and it's making you feel bad about where you're at, maybe unsubscribe or like delete the app if you could do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a friend that once said to me, many of us are conscious of what we eat. You know, we're aware of, okay, like if we eat, you know, fruits and vegetables, you know, if we eat a healthy diet, we're going to have a healthy body, right? We don't always think about what we feed our brain. What content are we feeding our brain on a regular basis? And is that content helpful to us or not helpful? You know, and that's not just like, it's not just like what we're seeing from outside of us, but also the stories that we repeat in our minds, you know, those broken thoughts that we, we repeat over and over and over again. Right, right. Oh, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I definitely think that like your life becomes a reflection of how you're feeling about things and how you're viewing the world. And again, it's like the heart, I I don't see this as an easy change. It's not like you wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to see everything positively and everything's going to automatically be amazing. I think it's something you keep putting that there through action and affirmation and then action again to keep validating your thoughts through positive action that go along with them. And then you'll find yourself in a much better place. At least that's what I'm hoping, because that's what I that's what I'm going to keep working on as well. 
Yeah. And one of the things, one of the practices that um, I did for a while, I was, I would write down in a journal what I wanted to feel. I wrote it in present tense, and then I would say it out loud to make sure that I fully uh, embraced it because when you visualize it and you hear it and you write it and you read it and you say it in present tense, your body and your mind starts to believe that that is the way that it is. Right. Right. I think that's such powerful stuff. It reminds me of, um, Think and Grow Rich, I believe, goes over this kind of thing. I didn't read the whole book. It's actually one that I would love to, but I believe that that is part of what what he talks about is like that constant putting that vision there and you decide, okay, this is the kind of person I want to be. What are the thoughts that follow that kind of person? Well, how would that person think about money or how would they think about time or how would they think about business? And I think that's a very interesting concept and that's totally something that we can like actively use to think more positively. Yeah, absolutely. And I think making sure that we say it in that present tense so that we can try to believe it. And one of the things is, is if you don't fully believe it yet, you can also say I'm learning too. So that's another way that I've kind of, if, if I feel like I, I'm not quite there yet. And if I say this thing, it's going to feel really false to me. I will say like, I'm learning to X, Y, Z. And then at some point you won't just be learning. You'll actually feel like good about, um, about, you know, the money that you have earned and that life that you've created. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I know that I was recently reminded of this and it follows along with this perfectly is that like know your own value. So like you have your product, whatever that is in whatever industry and you as a person bring a certain amount of magic to that product as well. And that in itself has an inherent value. So I think that your, your value of self, that is something to really reflect on as well. And that could probably be a whole other video. But I think that when you learn to really value yourself, then it becomes much easier to see the value as money as a tool rather than something that you know, determines your value, you're actually determining the value of money rather than the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Entrepreneur Minds Speak. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.